Morning, good evening, good afternoon. Welcome to another episode of the Destroy the Stumps podcast. So today, ladies and gents, just going to be doing a recap of the fourth and so the fourth test, fourth of five test matches between India and England. If India win this match, they take a three-one unassailable series lead. If England win, series gets leveled and goes into a decider at Dhamshala. Should be good. Speaking of Dhamshala, that'll be where the place, um, that's where they're going to be playing the final test. Uh, Himachal Pradesh Cricket Association Stadium. Beautiful cricket ground, one of the best cricket grounds um, in terms of view and all that. It's just very picturesque. Really lovely cricket ground. And um, yeah, just hopefully the outfield's a bit better than it was in the World Cup. There was a bit of a concern about it. Maybe it was due to weather around about that time, but Hopefully the weather's good over there. The outfield's fine. Otherwise, everything else in that stadium's perfect. It just is such a beautiful stadium, honestly. But, um, yeah, every stadium has... Sometimes there's always going to be an outfield issue. Maybe each stadium has... Uh, would have at least had an outfield issue once in their time. But, yeah, hopefully the the World Cup, uh, which happened just a couple of months ago in November, October, November where there was a few outfield issues with the Himachal Pradesh, Pradesh Cricket Association Stadium. Hopefully those issues don't come back, and yeah, hopefully things go right there. And uh, things run smoothly. Anyways, without further ado, let's just get stuck into the game, uh, the review of the game, and um, yeah, let's just get on with it. So... It's the venue for this game is at the... JSCA International Stadium Complex Stadium Complex in Ranchi in the eastern Indian state of Jharkhand. That's where the great uh, Mahendra Singh Dhoni's from. Probably India's best captain ever across all three formats, maybe. Some people say that um, in India do argue that Kohli might be, but I'd say Kohli's probably India's best ever test captain. But if I'd say best captain India's had across all three formats, you'd have to say Dhoni. Um, just really good captain. Took India to number one. Tests, uh, initially did have a bit of a bad run towards the end of his career in Tests. Um, as captain, a bit of a mixed, mixed bag. And, uh, ODIs, always good. Top quality in ODIs, top quality in T20s for the most part. Yeah, really good, uh, captain, Donny. Doesn't really seem like he panics too much, just really keeps things calm and knows how to get the best out of his players. Very technically smart as well, and he just knew how to get the best out of his players. Um, yeah, so that was Dhoni. Uh, and Dhoni, they're playing in front of in Mahendra Singh Dhoni's home crowd. So, yeah, that's going to be an interesting game. Anyways, without further ado, let's just get stuck into the review. And... Yeah, let's just get stuck into the review. So, debutant for India, only one debutant for both sides, and it's only from India, not for England. Uh, Akash Deep, who is a fast-medium bowler. In fact, a bowling all-rounder who plays his cricket for Bengal. Um, was born in Derry and Rotas in Bihar, but uh, can't play there. I don't know if Bihar have a team, to be honest, and the Ranji Trophy team, because they were banned by the BCCI, apparently. Uh, Kashdeep, a uh, bit of a sad story with him. He, I think he lost his uh, father and his brother and then had to move to Bengal 
well, just before he moved to Bengal, where his uncle really backed him to become a fast bowler. And um, yeah, then he just really took up cricket as a hobby to, um, as a profession because he had to support his family, his mother, his family, and makes his test debut. A really proud moment for the young man. Wish him all the best in his career. Hopefully he achieves a lot. And um, yeah, so Akash Deep making his debut. England won the toss, elected a bat first after they hammering, they copped a record-breaking hammering at the hands of India in the last um, in the last test at Rajkot. They were absolutely bamboozled, especially after day three and four. They really fell apart, England, and uh, just never really recovered after that uh, first innings collapse and on day three of that Rajkot test. And, uh, yeah, India just never really let go. They just really put the stranglehold on England. England were just humiliated, really badly humiliated. Um, so, yeah, the... And, um, yeah, really bad humiliation for India, uh, sorry, for England. They'll be looking to bounce back. Also, World Test Championship points at stake. India really want to win this test and gain more points. Increase their chances of qualifying for World Test Championship final in 2025. Um, sorry, next year. And um, because they've reached the final twice. They want to reach it one more time. They lost the first two finals of World Test Championship. So they'll want to win this one. And um, so they'll want to reach the final first and win this entire World Test Championship. Uh, for the first time, we become the second team to win all four ICC trophies. Australia is the first and only team to have done it. So, India want to be a part of that um, special group. We just want to join uh, Australia as well. But we're not going to look too far ahead. There's a lot of work to do. Anyways, uh, for India and uh, England as well, they've won a few games. The thing is with England, they've lost a few points due to slow overrates. And that's kind of affected them, and that's why they that's why they are at the bottom, They're second last on the World Test Championship table. That's the problem with England. For England, even though they've played well, they've really competed, and um, yeah, well, well, actually, in this World Test Championship cycle, they've won three, lost five, and. Drawn one, so they're doing okay before the Ashes, but they lost quite a few points due to. Yeah, due to a slow overrate, they've lost quite a few points. Anyways, without further ado, let's just get stuck into the review and, um,. And just uh, review what happened in the game. It's quite a lot happened. So uh, the pitch wasn't that easy to bat on. It was a bit of a low, slowish. Um, so there was the odd ball that bounced a bit, but it was fairly slow and really good for the spinners. Um, difficult pitch to bat on, really. Very difficult to bat on. You have to be set, and then that's it. You're good. Very tough for batsmen coming to the crease to get set on this pitch. And um, it was a really tough pitch to bat on. England were in all sorts of trouble batting first. They were five for, they were five down for 112, 112 for five, sorry, when Ben Stokes departed after 24.1 overs. 
His horrible series with the bat really just continues. Another poor performance for Ben Stokes, the captain. Trapped LBW off the bowling of Jadeja for three off six balls. Stroke of 50, uh, no fours, no sixes. Really just not a, just didn't even stay there long enough, Ben Stokes. Then Ben Folks, the wicketkeeper, uh, bats wicketkeeper, and then Joe Root, um, banged together, had a really big task, uh, on hand. Uh, also Akash Deep early, you know, the debutant Akash Deep ripping through the England top water. So the top three getting rid of the, both the openers and Ollie Pope. Ollie Pope dismissed for a uh, second ball duck. And, um, he was trapped LBW off the bowling of Akash Deep. And then, um, Johnny Besto, of course, he got off to a start, was looking promising, but, just got out and his poor form continues and there's going to be question marks about him retaining his place in the test team when the English summer starts. I really don't know. I don't see him staying. I really don't think they should keep him, to be honest. Uh, maybe if he scores 100 next test, maybe they'll keep him just for one more test. But if he doesn't perform next test, yeah, you really got to start questioning whether he's going to be in the team or not. Uh, whether England will keep him or not. Can be very damaging on his day, but um, just uh, unfortunately the form just has not quite been there for a while. Uh, Johnny Best, so for a bit now, um, just hasn't had a good series. He didn't do too well against Australia, to be honest, either. He wasn't that, didn't do too well against Australia. It's just since that knee injury, he's just been a bit on and off, really. Um, since that injury that he had against South Africa. I think that was middle of last year or something like that, um, or middle of 2022. Yes, yeah, just not quite been or late 2020, mid to late 2022. Yeah, middle of 2022, just hasn't quite been going all right for Johnny Bairstow since then. So yeah, that's um, yeah, that injury really put him back, unfortunately, because he was batting beautifully before then. Um, batted well against India in that one-off te- uh, that test that completed the five-match test series, which was played a year after because of the COVID outbreak in 2021. Um, and then um, three-match test series against New Zealand. It was absolutely brutal. And, um, yeah, just unfortunately just got injured at the wrong time, really. But, um, yeah, that's what happened there. So, really not... A, uh, just really struggled a bit, unfortunately, Johnny Besto. Um... He's been struggling a bit for a while now, and definitely some question marks on his place in the team. But yeah, speaking of that, um, Ben St- Joe Root uh, hunt, under pressure hadn't fought all series. High score of only twenty nine, I think, in, a ser- in this series. He came to the party when his team needed it the most. An excellent, resilient hundred. Didn't uh, didn't play those bad ball shots or like those innovative shots. He just played normal cricketing shots, and just played a lot like old school Joe Root just before the bad ball era started. Just a real simple, smart innings from him, and um, just a resilient 100. 31st Test match, 100 for him. Uh, 122 not out. He was not out in the end. Um, 122 not out of 274 balls. 10 fours, no sixes. Had a strike out of 44.52. Really showing his class. Had a bit of a lean run, but he just showed his class and really silenced the critics. Uh, after a disappointing performance in uh, Rajkot and pretty much prior to this match, he really didn't fire. Um, he really didn't fire prior to this innings uh, in this series, and uh, a lot was expected of him. And he, people saw him as an integral part of England, uh, England's chances on this tour, which was true because he did score a double hundred last time he came to India in the first Test at Chennai. A beautiful double hundred there. 
Uh, he was in some really good form that time as well when he last came to India. But, um, yeah, not to be, unfortunately, for Joe Root. Well, he was in decent form at the time. Yeah, not to be for Joe, but yeah, Joe Root, brilliant 100. Um, really batted beautifully. And uh, ran really well between the wickets. I've got to give him that. His running between the wickets was exemplary. Placed the ball beautifully and really ran with intent. And that put the Indian fielders off. And, yeah, just uh, really good stuff from Joe Root. Um, especially a good 100, especially considering where, considering where England were. And also... Yeah, just in the context of the inning, uh, the game and that, on a difficult pitch, brilliant 100. Uh, ben Folks nearly got a half century not to be, though. 47 off 126 balls, 4 fours and a 6, struck out of 37.30. He was really good, provided really good support to Joe Root. There's him and Ben Folks, uh, they put on a partnership worth 113 for the 6th wicket. Before Ben Fox was dismissed uh, with a score at 225 for six after 40 after 67.5 overs, and then it was a partnership between Ollie Robinson and Joe Root, which was worth 102 runs. Then Ollie Robinson departed for with a score at 347 for eight after 102.1 overs. Ollie Robinson bringing up his maiden Test match 150 uh, Test match 50 sorry 58 of 96 balls, nine fours and a six, strikeout of 60.41. Second ball duck for Shah, Shah Bashir playing his second test match and a four ball duck for James Anderson which helped uh, Rinder Jadeja claim a four wicket haul. Four for 67 Jadeja off his 32.5 overs. Seven made of overs, a coin rate of 2.04 runs and over. Didn't bowl a wide, bowled a no ball. Other than that, he was absolutely brilliant. Arashman getting a wicket, uh, got a wicket. Akash Deep, three for 83 on debut off 19 overs. No made overs, a coin rate of 4.0. Three six runs and over. Didn't bowl a wide, but bowled four no balls. And Siraj came back well after a pretty expensive spell up front. Um, he came back beautifully. Two for 78 off 18 overs. Three maiden overs, a climbing rate of 4.33 runs and over. Didn't bowl a wide or a no ball, Siraj, but really good um, comeback there to get two wickets. And he got some um, he got some decent wickets there. He got rid of uh, Ben Folks and Tom Hartley as well. So, yeah, really good stuff from Siraj. Yeah, Jadeja. What a bowler he's proven a bit. Uh, what a bowler he's been for India for a while. And um, just proves his worth once again. He's just eight wickets now away from a milestone of 300 test wickets. And he could join a few uh, elite uh, group of few players to have scored over 3,000 test runs. And picked up 300 wickets. So a really special achievement if one he achieves that. Which I think he'll achieve very soon. Uh, yeah, that'll be a special achievement for Rivendell Jadeja. What a player he's proven to be for India for a while now. Valuable, valuable player. Um, that's Jadeja's 13th four-wicket haul. He's got 13 five-wicket hauls and two ten-wicket match hauls in test cricket. So yeah, really good stuff from him. 292 wickets at an average of 24.15. Economy rate of 2.47. Strike rate of 58.6. Really good stuff. Best figures of 742. Best match figures 10 for 110. And he's played 71 test matches. A really good record for, for Jadeja with the ball. And bat has been pretty solid as well. So really good stuff from the, from the man from Gujarat. And then... Um, Yeah, India considered 19 extras with the ball in the first innings. Five leg, five buys, nine leg buys, and five no balls. 
Interplay India, well, um, just kept losing wickets regularly at day two. They were under a lot of pressure. Uh, they finished day two on... They finished day two on 219 for seven, trailing England by about um, 136 runs. So they were really under the pump there. And... Um, Yeah, they were really under the pump at that stage. Uh, 136 runs, but sorry, 136. Yeah, 130. Sorry. There's 134 runs, 136 runs. Let me just look. Yes, 134 runs behind at the end of uh, play on day two. They were 219 for seven. At that stage, yeah, 219 for seven after 73 overs. Drew Jarrell on 30 uh, and Kuldeep Yadav on 17. Kuldeep was banged for time. Uh, those two had to really be resilient in the end. But, um, yeah, Yashasvi Jaiswal scoring another half century in the series. Another impressive performance from him. Uh, 73. Seventy-three runs off one hundred and seventeen balls, eight fours and a six, strike out of sixty-two point three nine. But yeah, a few starts for a few of the players. No one really. Um, some of them didn't just didn't carry on at all. Uh, however, the man man of the moment uh, was Drew Jarrell in his second Test match. The man from Uttar Pradesh scoring a beautiful half century, uh, and gave a bit of a salute in honour of his father, who was a Kargil War veteran. Uh, Kargil War, by the way, for our foreign viewers. Uh, who aren't from India and Pakistan. Uh, there was a war fought in the late 90s between India and Pakistan over Kargil, um, also known as the Line of Control. Well, I mean, the Line of Control's around that area or something, something like that, yeah. So, yes, um, Drew Jarrell's father um, had to fight in that war, and he just saluted uh, in honour of his dad. Really good gesture from him. Good stuff, Drew Jarrell. Um, really gritty... And when you speak about his uh, dad being an army man, well, this is a gritty hundred. Really uh, mixed caution, uh, played with caution, and uh, used his wrist beautifully, footwork as well, just played the ball beautifully, and dealt with it, pretty much everything England uh, threw at him. Deserved the hundred. First game he scored 46 in his first innings at, uh, for India, he scored 46, but he was dismissed. He deserved the 50 there. In this innings, he deserved a hundred. He scored a hundred. That was a uh, would would have been a beautiful hundred, and that would have been his maiden hundred if he scored a hundred. And it would have been a well deserved hundred. He batted superbly on a very difficult pitch in difficult circumstances to get his team uh, within reach of uh, England's first innings total and reduce the gap that India trailed by. Uh, 90 off 149 balls, 6 fours, 4 sixes, strike out of 60.40. He was the last man to go. And a uh, yeah, brilliant performance from Drew Jarrell. Absolutely brilliant. Saved India from a bit of a tight situation. They were uh, they finished on 307 for uh, all out of 103.2 overs, going at a run rate of 2.97 runs and over. 23 extras conceded by England. Uh, 12, sorry, 12 buys, 5 leg buys, and... Six no balls. Pick of the balls for England was Shah Bashir in his second test match. Third innings as a bowler. That's um, picked up a fifer. 
Really bowled well on day two. Took a while to get that fifth wicket on day three, early day three. Five for 119 off his 44 overs. Eight made an overs economy rate of 2.70 runs and over. Bowled plenty of overs back to back. In fact, um, on day two, he bowled about 31 overs back to back. Well, there was a bit of a two over gap between it, but he had the chance um, between that spell, the time we started the spell and the day ended. But, um, yeah, he managed to just um, deal with that. Yeah, he managed to deal with it. And uh, even despite having cramps uh, and not pretty much not bowling like that in his first-class career because England normally doesn't really favour spinners that often. Um, yeah, he didn't bowl. He probably wouldn't have bowled that many overs consecutively. He bowled about 31 overs consecutively, if I remember correctly. I was watching it right in front of him. I was just like, what in the world? This guy's got some stamina. But yeah, did have a bit of a cramp and some leg pain, but in the end, beautiful bowling from uh, Shobashir. Really tall hard and um, got some big wickets as well. Five for 119 off 44 overs. Eight of maiden overs. Economy rate of 2.70 runs and over. Didn't bowl the water or no ball, Shobashir, but he was absolutely outstanding. Tom Hartley, three wickets for him. Bowled well towards the end. Um... Got better as the game progressed, as the innings progressed. Um, three for 68 off his uh, 27.2 overs. Six maiden overs, economy rate of 2.48 runs and over. Didn't bowl a wide or a no ball. And the veteran, the wily old fox, James Anderson, two for 48 off his 18 overs. Four maiden overs, economy rate of 2.66 runs and over. Didn't bowl a wide or a no ball. Three bowlers, all three bowlers that picked up the wicket. Didn't bowl a wide or a no ball. They were outstanding. And... Um, with the ball toiled really hard to get those wickets. Um, so yeah, Zach Crawley, 60. So yeah, yeah that's Shabashir's maiden test match half century. Yeah, Yashasri Jaswal gained his first, um, his third test match five wicket haul. And Jaswal, uh, um, 50, to go along with the 300s that he scored in his career already. And then Drew Drill getting a wicket, uh, so 50 on debut. Shobashir getting his uh, first five-wicket haul in his test career and his second match for England. So really good stuff from um, really good stuff from India. Sorry, uh, to really fight back and reduce the lead. England dominating. Uh, uh, England were probably on top at that stage, but um, things were really about to change drastically for England. Uh, in India trailed England by about 46 runs on first innings runs, on the first innings total, but uh, yeah, really, but really didn't make that much of a difference as England were bowled out for 145 in their second innings. They absolutely capitulated. They were two for 100. They were two for 110. They were so they were three for 110 after 28 overs. Zach Crawley was looking really good. All of a sudden. 35 minutes, uh, 35 runs later, and about 25.4 overs later, they were bowled out. India really dried up the runs and put the pressure on England and just didn't allow them to score freely. Zach Crowley was looking good. He was dismissed by Kuldeep Yadav, 60 off 91 balls, 7 fours, no sixes, at a strike rate of 50 of 65.93. He also, Kuldeep Yadav also got rid of Ben Stokes, the England captain, trapped him. Yeah, like forced to cause an error out of him, 
and um, he was caught by yeah by that um, yeah he was really good Kulev Yadav um, also good of Ollie Robinson and Tom Hartley as well and Zach Crawley so he got some big wickets yeah Zach Crawley Also crossed the milestone of 2,500 test runs. And that's his um, 13th test match. Five wicket haul. Took along 400s. Really good innings from him. But unfortunately it just wasn't enough. Kulip getting his uh, four wicket haul. Deserved it after he bowled beautifully in the first innings and didn't get a wicket. It was very economical in both innings. He was absolutely superb, bad at time as well, just did everything that he needed, played for the team, Kuldeep Yadav, and uh, reaped the rewards in the end. Really good performance from Kuldeep Yadav with the ball um, in that second innings. But even better was Jadeja, but we'll get to that in a bit. That's Kuldeep's um, third four-wicket haul. He's got three-five, um, third, sorry, third four-wicket haul. Uh, he's got three-five-wicket hauls to his name. Hasn't got a ten-wicket match haul, but really good. It's really good. Yeah, it's really cool. And, um, yeah, cool deep. Now, moving on to, f he's got 46 wickets. He's just four wickets away from a milestone of two th uh, 50. Yeah, we'll get to the other guy. Uh, the other bowler that bowled beautifully uh, was Ravi Chonarach from the Wiley Odd Fox. I think he's just one away. Well, he's just about equaled uh, the great Richard Hadley's record for most five-wicket hauls in a test match. Well, I don't think Hadley got the most. Yeah, he didn't get the most overall because the most overall was Morley and then Shane Warne, I think, was second. So, yeah, he had to... Um, I think he's pretty much equaled Richard Hadley as third highest wicket, um, third highest uh, fifers uh, bowlers taken. But still, beautiful bowling from Ashwin. Um, and he finished with uh, five wickets. Ashwin's got 24 four-wicket hauls, 35 five-wicket hauls. So that was his 35th five-wicket haul and eight ten-match hauls. So, yeah, it's going to be tough. Yeah. Uh, Ravi Ashwin, 35th test match, five-wicket haul to go along with 24 four-wicket hauls and eight 10 wicket match halls. What a play he's proven to be for India. Really good performance from uh, the. Yeah, really good stuff from him. And then um, India. Yeah, so India needed 192 to win all of a sudden. England went from 3 for 120, 110 to be bowled out for 145. That's a serious collapse there. And uh, England needed to get 10 wickets to win. In, in India, they needed 192 runs. This would only, If India were to pull this off, this would be the second uh, most successful chase they've had with a score of 150 on a team that set a target of 140. 
150 plus more in their second innings. So, um, the fuck was that? Sorry. Yeah. So, yeah, India. Yeah, India really ripping England apart, and um, yeah, India they had to chase 192. This would have been the second time India's chased a target of 150 plus in the fourth innings of a test in India since 2014. So yeah, it'd be a special achievement if they could pull it off, which they did. They had their jitters though. Half century to uh, Shubma, to Rohit Sharma, the captain. 55 of 81 balls, five fours and a six, strike out of 67. Jaswal got off to a start, didn't quite carry on. Yeah, Rohit Sharma. Also crossed 4,000 test runs in the process. Rohit Sharma's 17th test match, 50 to go along with 1,100s. Brilliant innings from the uh, from the man from Mumbai. And then after that, it was the Shubman Gill show who's sort of developed as a play. You think he's getting better slowly. Um, really does bat well um, when it's really busy. He really, uh, she really does. What the fuck? That's what, um, uh, seems to be being well when the pressure's on Shubman Gill of late, so it seems like there's a bit of maturity now, and, uh, he's not throwing away his wicket as much, so he's had a, he's had a pretty decent series, I'll be honest with you. Been in a, probably a reckoning for him, and he's just, uh, gotten better ever since. Shubman Gill. Still early days in his test career, you think he's got a bit of time and will get better overall, but still early days in his test career. Definitely some promise there. 24th match, 1,382 months. Uh, Sherman Gill, that's his sixth test match, 50 to go along with 300. So brilliant innings from him. Uh, and he finished not out. He batted with uh, Drew Jarrell, the hero from the first innings. Also, Roger Depardieu was dismissed for a second uh, six-ball duck. His struggles on the international level continue. Safaraz Khan unfortunately didn't do had didn't have a great game. He was uh, trapped. He was caught by Ali Pope, and at that time England won a hat trick. The crowd was loud. Also, um, the Bami Army, but uh, unfortunately, yeah, it just wasn't enough. They had India at 120 for five, a bit of a collapse, went from 84 for none after 17.3 overs to being 120 for five. And bar five wickets, um, quite a big collapse there. But um, Drell and Drew Drell and Shubman Gill really maintained their composure. Wicket apiece for Tom Hartley and Joe Root. Um, Shah Bashir, though, pick on the bowlers. Three for 79 off his eight, 26 overs. Eight maiden overs. So four maiden overs and a climbing rate of 3.03. Yeah, Drell and... Um, Shubman Gill putting on an unbeaten 72 run partnership and there were scenes of celebrations all over the uh, 
JCA, JCSA uh, Stadium Complex in Jakland. Really superb stuff from them. Jobin uh, Gill, 52 not out of 124 balls. Four, uh, yeah, really good stuff. Drell, 39 off, uh, not out of 77 balls. Really smart innings from the young man once again. Two fours, no sixes. Strike out of 50.64. And then Chibman Gill, 52 not out of 124 balls. No fours, two sixes. Strike out of 41.93. Really smart, mature innings from him. And then... Yeah, really good stuff from them. India finishing 192 for five off their 61 overs. Going at a run rate of 3.14 runs and over. Five extras conceded by England, four le- buys and one leg buy. Also, just the Indies prior to that, when India bowled them out for 145, India didn't bowl a, ma- uh, a dot ball. Sorry, didn't bowl a... Yeah, so brilliant stuff from India. And then India, in the end, just proving too good. They win the match, take the World Test Championship points, but most importantly, have taken a, ser- a series lead. And uh, man of the match for this game was Drew Jarrell. Excellent wicket-keeping as well as batting, especially in the first inning, saving India from a bit of trouble. And man of the match there. Anyways, guys, that's a wrap. Uh, thank you very much for your time. Stay safe wherever you are. Until next time, it's bye for now. We're out of here.